I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, for all the latest on my new book releases, the book tour, book signings, all that good stuff. Of course, always like to connect with all of you on Instagram. And also, as always, if you'd like to apply to be a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. I'm really excited to have Phil Abraham on the line today. He is the CEO of Cloudface, and we're going to get a, a lot more into what he's doing as a visionary, working to help create products to solve big problems for people. And um, so I'm, I'm pumped to get into that with him. But, uh, Phil, first, let's just start with this. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me here. So I can see that you're definitely an authority and you're definitely a leader in your field. Um, AI technology, you're working within healthcare, cybersecurity, blockchain. I mean, there's a lot of different things you have going on in the tech space. Um, but before we get into that and what your views are and what, what, where we're at and where we're going to be going forward, let's just take it back a couple steps and let's talk a little bit more about your background as an entrepreneur in the tech space. How'd you get into it? Well, it's a very interesting um, travels for me. I, if you look at my resume, I spent many years working for big companies. But while I was doing that, I was fascinated at trying to disrupt complex challenges within these large corporations. And I also found that traditional off, traditional off-the-shelf software wasn't working. And it just mm -hmm. created problem after problem. So I went to grad school, did my thesis on um, really high-level Internet of Things and disruption. And then I went on and I invented uh, several companies that became public and um, that are doing very well now. And I, I really don't know how much time you have for me right here, but I could talk for hours on this topic. So... I mean, what would you say? There's a lot of there's a lot of um, a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs out there. Maybe they're a couple years out of college. Maybe they're thinking along the same along the same lines as you. They're at a company. Um, um, they, they've been, you know, working w well within their um, their um, you know the constraints of what the corporation's doing. I mean, and they're thinking about going out on their own. I mean, what would be if you could talk back to the let's just say younger Phil, just getting started? What what would you what would you tell him? Well, what I would say, and boy, I have a lot to say about this because I really let it out. I, <laughs> yeah, I really, really have been schooled on how evil and corrupt the business world is. So, you know, they say in college, you know, and you read that you should have a lot of passion. Well, that's an understatement. You're going to really need a lot of passion because you're going to get hit with a lot of dirty tricks out there. So that's the main thing. You've got to have really high-level passion. In my case, you know, stop at nothing is where I'm at. The second bit of advice is try your best to get a coach. You know, find somebody like me, which is going to be hard to do. But you need to find someone who absolutely has been through that meat grinder but also has the – commitment to help others so you need to find someone like me went through the meat grinder and then 
I don't mind helping others. So I would be an ideal candidate for that. But again, my recommendations would be lots of passion, find a coach who's been battle tested, and do incredible amount of homework on what the heck is going on in your marketplace because it's changing so fast. Those are the first three. Hmm. And so let's stick with one of those for a little bit longer because I, I like okay. talking about this and I always and I always get I always get a different reply. Um, so what if somebody's out there looking for a mentor? I mean, you know, I mean it's possible, and if they're looking to go to get for a really battle tested, as you mentioned, mentor. I mean, any ideas on how they go out and find that? You know, I think about this all the time because I didn't really have that, so. I just had to go through the grinder. Um, and I always thought, and I say to younger people, I wish I had a Phil Abraham in my life. That's what I always say to people. But I mm -hmm. didn't. So, and the reason I didn't is it's just really hard to find these guys. Some people that battle tested and maybe they made a lot of money, they go off and retire because it's such a gut-wrenching experience. And or they become old and ill and they die off. So it's really hard to find that person. So one thing I wouldn't do is just try to go online or on the Internet and find a group that says we have coaches available. I mean, that might help with low-level things, but if you're really going to break into a complex industry, uh, be a disruptor, things like that, you, need a, you get the wrong coach, you're done. It'll set you back 10 years. So – Finding the right coach is really, really hard to do. Listening to your podcast and then hearing me speak would help somebody, you know, get to me. I can help steer them somewhere. But it's really hard to find that good coach. You've got to be lucky. You've got to really make it a priority. You have to say, you know what, finding the right coach is the most important thing. And if you look at all these guys, Steve Jobs and the Google guys, you know, Facebook, you don't know about this. Every one of them had these battle-tested people in the background. You won't even know about it. But every one of them have these, you know, kind of Phil Abraham guys in the background because it is a dangerous pathway you're going down when you are an entrepreneur and you're breaking in the business and you're a disruptor, things like this. It's a war. It's an absolute war. So, and I got the yeah, no, I, I prove it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I know so one, not one thing out. Yeah. So one thing I'll throw out there for the listeners is um, when you're looking for that right mentor, like, and you're looking for the right coach, and when you're looking kind of to go down the right um, path, I I always say to just to start by um, tapping into your current network because somebody knows somebody is what it comes down to. When I think of some of my early. Um, mentors, they were, um, or even when I had some of my really early um, internship positions or things, it wasn't, hey, I knew them. And sometimes my parents didn't know them either. It was my parents knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. And at that point, but it, it's going to be your persistence. It's going to be your persistence. Um, and because kind of, the thing is, is the higher up you go, the more they're approached. So if they 
if um, if you, yeah. the higher up you go, the more you're going to have to distinguish yourself, and you might want to start thinking about how you can start adding value. And I don't mean just working for free, because even then, for them to take your call or whatever, that's still work for them. You might just want to start producing stuff and sending it to them. <laughs> I mean, you, you you have to yeah. do what you have to do to distinguish yourself. There's a lot of people that are you know that want to do certain things and they'll they'll they you know they want you, you want them to mentor you if and there's all these ifs just do it and see what happens um but let, let's switch topics a little bit so because uh, I, I could talk okay. about this all day with you um let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as ceo of cloudface and uh who you who are your clients how are you helping them what kind of big problems are you solving well i'm currently right now targeting the whole u.s healthcare system so End-to-end, all the way from, like, the manufacturers like Johnson & Johnson through the distributors through the group purchasing organizations, every department within the hospital, and then the insurance companies, all the software and technology and other suppliers and vendors. I'm trying to disrupt the whole thing. So what I've done in healthcare now is I've created a technology that can do many things. On one hand, we can drive out incredible amount of cost, up to 80% of the cost. On the other hand, we actually, with our technology, we can improve patient outcomes without doctor, nurse, patient involvement, which is very important because they really can't improve outcomes in a hospital regardless of what they say because the doctors and nurses are too overworked and busy and this and that. So we found a way to get around all of that by re-engineering all the technology that the suppliers and vendors use. We also put a spotlight on the fraud in healthcare, and we do other things like uh, we can do predictive analytics where we can predict with north of 95% accuracy, 30 days, 60 days, a year out, who's going to show up sick. So we can actually say, you know, 50 days from now, you're going to have seven gallbladder surgeries, five pregnant moms, three heart, whatever, whatever, whatever. And we do that through connecting to vast oceans of information that nobody can get to called disparate systems. So we go after these disparate systems all over the place. Then we apply mathematical algorithms to it and do predictive analytics that are very accurate. So we're currently going after the whole U.S. healthcare system we're not limited to that area, but that's where we're at. And finally, we've become leaders in the cybersecurity space. So we can protect hospitals against ransomware. We can protect anyone from hackers. Um, even though everyone's being hacking and all you hear about is there's no solution, nothing can be done about it, well, we have a solution that's 100% bulletproof. So that's kind of what we're working on at CloudFace right now. Got it. And so what kind of clients do you take on right now? Well, I'm right now I'm building up my sales pipeline, so I'm going out mm. to everyone. You know, I'm going directly to the hospitals. I'm going to the chief information security officers. I'm going to the financial people. I'm going to uh, really any aspect of the whole U.S. healthcare system is what I'm shooting for. So whether it's a vendor, a supplier, or the hospitals, or the insurance companies. I'm trying to go after every aspect to get a foothold in that area. 
Mm, got it. Well, if somebody's yeah. listening and they're and they're in part of this one of these areas that you're targeting and they want to contact you to kind of learn a little bit more about how you can help them out, um, what what's the best way for them to reach you? What's the website or, or what's the best way to contact you? Well, well, here I'll give you a couple of things. The website is cloudfaithusa.com, or my email is phil.abraham at cloudfaithusa.com, or my cell is two four eight. Seven five six one six eight eight, and I would be more than happy to hear from your listeners. Awesome. Well, hey Phil, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I know you had some time constraints, but I appreciate the, the tips you gave on, on mentoring, finding a mentor, and also about the uh, about what's going on in your business and how you're helping clients. Um, so thank you for coming on the show, and to the listeners, thank you as always for tuning in. Um, and don't forget to go on over to Instagram and uh, go to Ask Adam Torres to check out my book release, the book tours, all of that good stuff. And also to apply, um, you can go to moneymatterstoptips.com to apply to be a co-author of one of my upcoming books and just click on Become an Author. All right. Have a wonderful day. And uh, thank you again, Phil. Take care.